Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. As Christians, we revere the Word of the Lord, the Holy Scriptures, and we seek to mold our lives to Scripture's words and teachings. Part of the Christian faith at times includes adding things to our practice that are not found in the Word. Now, saying it like that sounds bad, and it certainly can be very bad, but it's not always bad. The Bible doesn't say anything specifically about kids' ministry or youth ministry, for example. That's something that we've added to our practice. And while it isn't found specifically in the Bible, it's not against the teaching of the Bible. It's just a man-made program created to try and implement the teachings of the Bible in an effective way. So it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Sometimes it's a necessary one as we try to navigate this world with the scriptures. But nonetheless, any time that we are adding to the scripture, even if it's not against the scriptures, we always have to keep in mind what we're doing and that only the scripture is sacred. The methods or rituals or techniques we've created are not sacred, only the word of God is. Yesterday, we started walking through Jesus' seven woes against the Pharisees, where he cries out against their actions that are leading to judgment falling on them. Matthew chapter 23, verses 16 to 22 continues. Woe to you, blind guides! You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing, but anyone who swears by the gold of the temple is bound by that oath. You blind fools! Which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? You also say, if anyone swears by the altar, it means nothing, but anyone who swears by the gift on the altar is bound by that oath. You blind men! Which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? Therefore, anyone who swears by the altar swears by it and everything on it. And anyone who swears by the temple swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And anyone who swears by heaven swears by God's throne and by the one who sits on it. Woe to you blind guides, Jesus says. The Pharisees were spiritually blind and were unaware of it. They couldn't see the truth, but they were trying to lead others in the same blind way that they themselves were stumbling in. And Jesus here gives a couple of examples of some of the added rules that were not found in Scripture and that didn't make a lot of sense. The rule said that if someone swore an oath in the name of the temple, it didn't really count. But if you swore the oath by the gold that decorated the temple, then it was a binding one. Apparently, the Pharisees felt that since gold was more valuable than stone, swearing by the gold was more important. But Jesus points out that it's the temple that is holy, and that the holiness of the temple that God puts there is much more significant than gold. Likewise, swearing an oath in the name of the altar wasn't considered acceptable, but swearing by the gift that was placed on the altar was an acceptable oath. But Jesus seems frustrated here. The altar of God is the most holy part. Now, we know from other teaching in this gospel that Jesus ultimately actually doesn't want us swearing oaths at all. He told us that back in the Sermon on the Mount. But nonetheless, he seems very frustrated here that the Pharisees believe that gold and gifts are more important than the holy house and the holy altar of God. It seems that maybe the Pharisees' materialism is showing here, that they are dishonoring the holiness of God in a way that is just not found in Scripture, but which their traditions and additions to the Word of God had caused them to fall into. 
today, yet again, check yourself in light of these verses. We don't swear oaths like this today, and we don't revere the sacred temple as they did at the time, but is there anywhere that you can see where you're holding on to a tradition or a method or an addition to God's word as sacred, even if it's traditional and done with the right heart? Are there any sacred cows in your life that you are exalting in your Christian faith? Ask the Lord to search your heart, that we would revere the Lord, revere the scripture, and that nothing else would come close to that in the reverence of our hearts. Thank you.